welcome to day 10 of the Massive Attack Podcast, 12 Days of Christmas Comedies. I am Joe, and with me, as always, is Mitch. I'm free. Are you? Yes. Mm. Do you need a glass of water? Probably. Mm. I'll be coughing through this. But no. you edit it out. It's all good. No, it's not for that. It's because anytime something's wrong, they go, glass of water for Mr. Granger. Oh, really? They do. Oh, you must remember this a lot better than I do. I do. All right. So what, what are we talking about? Well, we are looking in, at in the- In case you don't know or you didn't read the episode title. Because mm. people just download it and without reading it. Exactly. Anyway, today we are looking at the 70s classic British sitcom, Are You Being Served? Yep. And specifically, we are looking at the Christmas 1975 special, which I think was about halfway through season three. Okay. I was so, two. 1975. Yeah. Very long time ago. Not the oldest thing that we've done this year for the 12 days. No. Second oldest. Not the most English either. No. Pretty close though. Yeah. yeah. But as far as laughs per minute goes- It had I, enough. Yeah. It was-, it was, it was Maybe yeah. it started a little bit slow, but- Felt long. Mm. There was a lot of content in that episode. I think it was only a 22-minute episode. Felt long. Maybe a lot half, happened. Maybe it was half an hour because they don't have as many ad breaks in English comedies. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Mm. So, Are You Being Served is a comedy based around a fictitious department store called Grace Brothers, which in Australia there is actually a real Grace Brothers, but yes. it's English Grace Brothers. And it is the menswear and women's wear department and the staff that work. Yeah. So, do you want to go through the staff? Sure. All right. So, there is the person in charge of the floor. Which is Captain Peacock. And he's dead. Okay. Then there is Rumbold. Well, he's actually like the head of the department, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's like not on the floor. Up. He's like yes. in an office. He's dead too. Looks like Dodsey. Shout out to Dodsey. <laughs> then you got Mr. Lucas. Also dead. Who's the younger of the men in the menswear. Yes. Mr. Granger, who's the elder gentleman in the menswear store. There is... And do I have to mention? Also dead. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. There is Mrs. Brahms, which is a young lady in the ladies' way. Who also went on to be in EastEnders. Oh, did she? And also did. And hot. Yeah, she was back then. She, she wasn't in EastEnders. Oh, okay. Wendy Richards. Great pens. Great mm. pens. Then, obviously, Mrs. Slocum and yes. her pussy. Who was played by Molly Sugden and, yes, dead. And there's young Mr. Grace, who was the owner of the store, who's about 90. Yeah. He's young Mr. Grace. And I think there was an old Mr. Grace as well in some I think episodes. there is, yes. Yeah. Yes. And They're dead too. <laughs> oh, okay. And last but not least, the most famous of the cast is John Inman playing Mr. Humphreys. And unfortunately, he's dead no. too. <laughs> so every single member of the cast here, and I think there was Mr. Nash, the maintenance person in oh, this yes, episode. Yes, 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 yes. And guess what? Dead. Yep, he's dead too. <laughs> okay, cool. So every single person that was in this episode is now dead. So this is what, five years, six years later than on the buses, and we had at least one alive person in that? Yeah. Oh, wow. A smaller cast than on the buses too. Mm. Okay, so... So that was a cast. It's set in pretty much the most of the show is set in on the floor yep. of the men's and ladies' wear department. And you've got Mr. Peacock, who's in charge of everybody. Captain Peacock. Sorry, sorry. I should pay respect to his captaincy. I don't understand why he's not in the army now. Why is I, he I still a captain? I think that was just one of those things of like the oh, the British stiff upper lip. Well, he is very much person. of that. I mean, he mm. has got that. You know, he's, he's prim and proper and all that sort of thing. You've got the young larrikin-y sort of guy. You've got the disgruntled old Mr. Granger who's just- Curmudgeonly. He's very much curmudgeon. Mr. Humphreys is the stereotypical, almost predatorial gay guy. You've got the young, I suppose, what would you call? A lass. I think so. Young, single. Not the smartest. Yeah. And Mrs. Slocum, who's queen of the double entendre, but not on purpose. She's, no. uh, you know, she's not actually doing a double entendre. She's actually talking about, when she talks about her pussy, it is about her pussy. Uh, as a cat. 
not not anything else. But yeah. yes, it's all, everything she says just sounds rude. And there is lots of jokes about her pussy yeah. continuing through many of the series. There's one in this particular episode that we watched today, but I always remember one where she's talking about how the postman had to come round and she sort of made reference to the fact that the postman should look through the letterbox slot because houses in England don't have mailboxes at the front door. They have a slot in their door. And she's like, well, look through the letterbox and if you see my pussy, tell me. And as a child watching this, obviously I thought she was talking about a cat, but it wasn't until I was watching this later as a teenager that she you know, is I, talking about a cat. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Her pussy. Hmm. All right, the hijinks that happen with this. You know, you've got all these strong characters. And it is very set-up gag. Yeah, it is. This. It's like you've, you're playing with the tropes of these characters. You've got Mr. Peacock being... Mr. Captain, sorry, show respect. You know, being stiff upper lip and he gets taken down by the smart-ass comments of his staff. And so they get called into an early meeting in this episode because yep. it's leading up to Christmas and they want to work out what can we do to make sales bigger for Christmas? What can we do to make it more appealing and all these sort of things? So they're having a, a coffee. I think you sent them off a coffee, which is not very English at all. No, you would have thought they'd have like a pot of tea or something. I think so. And he charged them 10 pence each. Yeah. That seems expensive. It probably was in 1975. Because now it's what, four bucks? 50 or something. Yeah. 10% sounds really expensive. Probably And it looked like shit coffee. Yeah. They anyway. didn't bring any milk or sugar or anything, no. so unless they just brought out already white coffees, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yes. Anyway, so they all come up with these, they were just rattling off gag after gag for different ideas to try and bring out the customers, and then didn't have to worry because Mr. Rumbold, or Dodsey, sort of came in to, <laughs> to visit, and he said, no, young Mr. Grace has got an idea, we're going to put little grottos in your area, during your lunch break, we're going to set up some Christmas-themed grottos, and he's got some costumes for you all to wear so you have to do that so while you're you know we'll set that up while you're having a Christmas dinner they sort of that was sort of part one was that meeting and then the second part was them having their Christmas lunch which isn't meant to be waited on but it seemed to be like the work cafeteria in a way and I, I, I definitely think it was the work cafeteria so they come out and one of the guys forgot to sign up so he didn't get a token so he wasn't allowed to eat with them. He had to get a halibut or something where all the others were getting their dinner and it came out and it was Brussels sprouts. Yes, truly English. Potatoes and waiting on the turkey. When the turkey came out on the serving tray with the lid on top, they pull it off and it looked like a little chicken. Yes, a very small chicken. Yeah, so, you know, they were all complaining and the knife was shit and they couldn't cut it and the meat was like leather and not plucked terribly well. and not. So they're just whinging about that. And Then it came time for pudding. Yep. And they go, oh, we got, what about the brandy to set on fire? and they pull out and they got given almost smaller than the um, yeah, like a mini airline bar, mini bar bottle, yep. brandy and that didn't ignite. So the, the maintenance guy goes, oh, try this. We use this to strip the paint. You know, it's 97% alcohol and you end up destroying the pudding. Yeah, only our second Christmas pudding after bottom. So they're all a bit disappointed with their meal. So let's do our Christmas crackers. And they're the biggest fucking Christmas crackers I've ever seen. But they actually made a joke about that. Yeah. Because he walked in saying, oh, they're getting bigger every year. It's like, don't be so personal. Yeah, so he's That's looking over Miss Brahms' shoulder looking at the crackers and yes. obviously. And when the they pulled out like, the crackers, what what they had was, you know, it was comical oversized ears that they put on Mr. Granger and big teeth that went on Mr. Humphreys. And Mrs. Brahms got, what, uh, Groucho Marx sort of glasses and moustache yep. and their eyebrows. Uh, and Captain Peacock got the, he got the these glasses, glasses with the wobbly with eyes. Wobbly in eyes in them. And they were quite funny. And yeah. The delivery is that he was phenomenal. And this yep. is what the, my biggest takeaway of watching this episode. Now, it's, it's very puerile humour, and I love it for that. Like, it, you wouldn't do a show like that today. You just couldn't. No. Because it's just too silly. People wouldn't put up with it, I don't think. Mind you, we watched Two Broke Girls, and they put up with that for years. Mm-hmm. But because he's, he presents himself with such a stiff upper lip, like, you don't see him ever not being in a tie. Like, he just carries himself in that way that this is a very proud man. 
but he's the butt of the joke in so many ways, and he's and he's quite silly with these goggles, yeah. these boggly eyes things. And I guess the ongoing thing as well is because Mr. Rumbold, who is the boss, is a man with a bald head and big ears, and then Mr. Granger is also an older man with a bald head, but he gets the big plastic ears. And then there's the ongoing joke that he's got the big ears on, and they're making reference to the fact that he looks like Rumbold. Yes. And obviously, Captain Peacock's got the glasses where he can't see that the real Rumbold's actually walked in, and he's making reference to Mr. Rumbold's ears. Mm. And then young Mr. Grace comes in and pats Mr. Granger on the shoulder and says, I'll catch up with you later, Rumbold, sort of thing, and just adds to the joke. Yeah, but I just loved his delivery. Peacock's delivery was just amazing. It's like, you, it's a silly comedy, but I got bought into his character of being this stiff upper lip guy. Mm. And he's in a comedy, and I realized he's saying lines. He's actually a funny bloke, and he's the butt of this joke. And it was his delivery was awesome, just with the weird look on the eyes. I don't know. Something I just took away from that is just being very funny. Hmm. I think he's actually like a stage actor before I became I'm sure this. they all yeah. Uh, yeah so that was part two essentially and the third part was they got, they all turned up in their costumes so I love the set of A being served I grew up watching this show I think it was Friday nights I think on Channel 7 from memory so you've got department store and there's the two lifts they all sort of got to arrive via the lift with a ding and um, who was first Mr. Peacock is a well Rumbold comes down first with uh, oh, just stupid wearing hat. a hat yeah, but no. nothing serious no. but then yeah Captain Peacock's in a snowman costume yeah which is pretty good costume. Yeah. Then we had Mr. Lucas as a pirate with one leg. Well, I didn't lose his leg. He was well, hopping up. Hop- yeah. Not Had that method. Tucked behind him. Yep. And um, Mrs. Brahms is some sort of princess or something. A Tinkerbell fairy sort of thing. Nice pins. Just, yeah. Nice. In, a, in a tutu almost. Yep, and Mr. Granger and Mr. Slocum come down, and Mr. Mr. Granger is Humpty Dumpty. Yep. And what would you call Mrs. Slocum? Robin Hood? I think she was meant to be Robin Hood, because she made reference to her quiver. Yeah. And then finally, last but not least, we have Mr. Humphreys coming down as, oh, I suppose, you know, like a, a French aristocrat sort of... Yeah, and the fact that he was carrying the shoe kind of made it look like he was the prince, prince from, Charming from Cinderella thing. or something. Yeah. And he, yeah, he comes out of comes out of the lift in this a very elaborate costume, carrying the shoe, going, "Oh, I think someone's lost their shoes." You know, kind of like as Cinderella. Said, like Cinderella. And then Mister Lucas is like, "Oh yeah, that's my other foot from my peg leg." Sort of mm. thing. But yeah, and then they unveil the grottos of everyone because there's a oh yeah, we're finished building them up, and they had sheets around it and they pulled them down, and they were really impressed with it. I thought it looked a bit shit, but you know, they they thought it was impressive. It was nineteen. That's true. It's not the Maya windows. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and then um, it's sort of, oh, I'm feeling, you know, because Mr. Peacock is all a bit shirty being in his, you know, snowman outfit and I feel like a bright dill. And... I don't know, being in the grotto now, he goes, oh, this is all, I don't feel so silly now. I'm feeling quite festive. And then he bursts into song and they all sing a song. And it was like, okay. And that's how it ended. It was yeah. just like, oh, okay. I wasn't expecting that. I'm a big fan of A Being Served because for a while it was being shown here on UK TV in their classic UK section. I think it was on nine o'clock on a Sunday night or something. Yep. And I got stuck watching quite a few weeks. So I would it's <laughs> tune on, in and watch it. It's on digital channels now and I get stuck every time. But I don't remember any other musical numbers other than this Christmas website. It was bizarre. And it seemed unnecessary, but it was kind of... I think it probably ties into the whole pantomime English yes. sort of side where they kind of have those musical numbers mm. and the fact that they were wearing very much panto-type outfits. Yeah. And there was reference earlier when they were discussing what costumes they were going to wear. Mr. Lucas suggested that he and Miss Brahms dress up in a panto horse costume mm. and she bees at the front. She, she bees? <laughs> she bees. <laughs> and she would be at the front and he would be in the back. But they didn't go for that, obviously. No. Mm. Yeah, but it was fun going back. 
It's not probably not the best episode. There were laughs. There were laughs aplenty. But there, uh, uh, like I said, it's on, it's on TV now at random times during the day. And yep. if I catch it, I watch it. And I find myself laughing every time. And I'm probably... This is like confession time. Yes, I like Domino's pizza. Yes, I like. Are you being served? Confession time. All right, I like these things. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it, what it, does that have to do with Domino's pizza? No, just to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest here. <laughs> There's things that you know we can't admit sometimes. I'm being honest as I, hmm. I, I, well, I, I dig it. I, I'll be honest. I've actually got two seasons of this on DVD, so <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> Says. Yeah. No, no, no. It was cool. I, I, I liked it. I was hoping for better because when when I found out there was a Christmas episode, are you being served? It's like, great. There is actually a couple of Christmas episodes. Good. We've got more and for the I future. think I got confused with which one was which. And I kind of have this memory of them being moved to the toy department for a Christmas oh, episode, but I'm not sure if that I'll is actually a Christmas one. That. Yeah. I'm not sure if that is actually a Christmas one or that's just a separate episode where they hmm. go to the toy department because I remember they played with Weebles. Oh, what are Weebles? Well, Weebles are like a toy that has like a, a body on top and a round weighted thing at the bottom and they rock backwards and forwards oh, like okay. little figures. Fair enough. And growing up as a kid in the 70s in England, I had Weebles when I was younger. So seeing Weebles on telly was kind of like, oh, Weebles, I remember them. <laughs> anyway, that, that's my confession. <laughs> okay, cool. So it was good. I can't recommend it for a lot of other people. If you love how you being served, go for it. I love it. But yeah, it's of its time. Very Definitely much. of its time. Mm. Now, how Christmassy is it? Okay. It's not on Christmas Day. No, they actually make reference to the fact that it is November, I think, when they're having their Christmas dinner. Oh, was it November like, that early? Yeah, okay. they're like, oh, why do we have to have it this early? And mm. yeah. So there is a Christmas meal. There is. And being English, there is Brussels sprouts. They do make reference to Brussels sprouts. Yes. So that's a tick there. They don't really decorate a tree, but there is Christmas trees in the background of a number of scenes. Yeah. They don't give each other presents. So the closest we get to that is crackers. Yep. There is a little bit of conflict, I guess, in the fact that they're not happy with the fact that they have to dress up. No. But it's fairly minimal conflict. Yes. Obviously, there's no religion at all. Nope. And there's no real reference to snow. No. So they're not snowed in or anything like that. There's talk that it's, it's raining, raining at the start. And, yeah. yeah, Mrs. Slocum has to carry an umbrella because she <laughs> hasn't got a bus pass or something. I don't know. But yeah. No. So as far as Christmas tick-offs go, it scores big in the fact that there is a Christmas meal and a big section of the episode does revolve around that meal. But other than that, not really that Christmassy. No. Hmm. No. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it holds up. I'm not sure if it holds up as well as, say, On the Buses did. No, that was seemed better for mm. whatever reasons. But, yes, I'm I'm just a fan of A being served. So I'm, I'll am i give it a pass. Me too. Yeah, I can't give it a recommendation for non-fans. Yeah, I, I think most people would probably have seen at least one episode of A being served. If they're our vintage, yes. Yeah, I, I dig it. I'm a fan, so... It, it was kind of good going back and watching the Christmas one again. Yep. All right. Well, that's enough, I think. Yes. We're going to get back to it. Yes. Probably Christmas party to go to or something. Well, probably. Friday night. You shouldn't be sitting around listening to us. You should be going out there and making the most of it. I'd say nearly everyone's probably finished work unless you're a Well, poor if you don't have that. plans, go off. Help help the needy. Yeah. Work at a soup kitchen. Do, they, do we have them here yeah. in Australia? We've got a soup bus, haven't we, in Flinders Street? Well, go and help. Yeah. Go and do that. Do something for the community. Yeah. And if you haven't got your shopping yet, I think some of the shops are open 24 hours tomorrow. Yep. And if you're not going to get it then, you're not going to get it. We've only got a couple more days to go, so we will leave it there and we will be back tomorrow for day 11. No worries. I just want to. I just want to. I really, really want to.